Welcome to episode five of a six-part series called Tales from the Scripted Universe. My name is Jared, and I'm joined here today by my best bud, Danny, or as he's known around town, Dan Bossa Vallejo, or Kevin. Every week, we're releasing a new episode up until the week before Halloween. We're going through the six famous Universal Monster movies, which include Frankenstein, The Bride of Frankenstein, Dracula, The Mummy, The Invisible Man, and The Wolfman, giving our review and rating from a scale of one being the worst to five the best spooky skeletons. Tonight, we're going over The Wolfman from 1941, starring Lon Chaney Jr. as Lawrence Talbot, or Larry Talbot, The Wolfman, and Evelyn Ankers as Gwyn Con Conliffe? Conliffe. But before we dive deep, let's slow things down. Give us a life update, Kevin. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Kevin, huh? Or Dan Basso Vallejo. <laughs> That's probably the best nickname I've ever gotten. I heard that on the street today. You did? Who told you that? Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't know him. Oh, really? Yeah. How'd he tell you? Uh, through sign language? Really? Yeah. Well, good for him. That's what I got. Dan Basso Vallejo. Oh my gosh. I love that nickname. Mm-hmm. A life update, huh? Yeah. I feel How you like, doing? Uh... uh you know. How's your week been since we uh, watched The Mummy? Oh, man. <laughs> I think in spirit of that movie, it hasn't been a great week, it to just, be honest. It's just, just sort kind of, of plagued a, your week. Yeah, it plagued my week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is uh, definitely, I'm really excited to at least jump into yeah. The Wolfman this evening. And it was definitely a good palate cleanser, for yes. sure. You know, like, but, you know, I, I don't want to give too much away, but it's been an okay week. Yeah. Really, uh, really not a lot going on. Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of a, kind of a plain week, it's kind of kind monotonous, of a, kind of a yeah. yeah. But you know, I think today was probably the best day, yeah. and uh, because we were doing the podcast today, doing and podcast. I really look forward to doing the podcast. And yeah. it's really nice outside, and we got the windows open. It's very nice. I uh, went out to Costco today, got myself oh. a new jacket. That, that is a nice. I meant to ask you about that jacket today. That it's is a, a nice, nice coat. Red plaid button-up jacket with a with a hood. Whoa. And I also got some new, uh, uh, they're kind of like Philips Hue bulbs, but I got them for my bedroom. Oh, no way. Yeah. Cool. So that's great. And I do programmed you, it. Oh, I was going to say, do you control from your phone? Yeah, you can control it from your phone or through Alexa. Whoa. And so. Um, Where'd you install it? Like in the bed? Like. Oh, like, it just uh, in the in the ceiling lights. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So what I did was, because um, you can like program routines. Huh. And you can say, you know, if you say. The, the electronic woman's name. I don't want her listening. Alexa. If you say, if you what say, I'm kidding. If, you, yeah, if, you yeah. say, if you say Alexa's name, yeah, yeah just say, even oh, if you oh, whisper oh, it, she'll pick it up. Alexis. If you, yeah, if you pick, if, <laughs> if you, if you say her name and then, um, and then <laughs> I'm worried about her. She's in the corner of our room watching us as her uh, but scared. if you say her name and you program a routine so what i did mm -hmm. I, I put in these i put in these lights and before melissa got home i programmed a routine that if i say that if i ask her to execute this routine it'll turn on my lights in our bedroom and change them red and then my phone will start playing "Let's Get It On" by Marvin Gaye oh my when I God. when I prompt Alexa 
to uh, say that it's sexy time. Oh my god! <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so. Oh my! And so, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So, so oh Melissa came god. home, and uh, she just got done with like a full day of clinicals, <laughs> and she was like, "I have to sleep because now I got to do a whole night shift." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, baby, we're going to the bedroom." <laughs> and so I, and so we go to the bedroom, and I go, "Alexa." It's sexy time, and then the lights turn red, and then my phone's. (laughs) Let's get it out! Oh my god, this is me. (laughs) She was like, "What is happening?" Wow, I love that. That was probably yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a really good day. Actually, that's really Uh, funny, dude. That you plan to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I didn't know that was a a thing. That's like something you would see. It's like something you would see on a sitcom. I yeah. Feel like, you know. Yeah, 100%. Li- yeah, I love that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Speaking wow. of sitcoms, we're watching through Scrubs. Oh, I love Scrubs. And yeah. I, I've seen it before. Danny's never watched it all the way through. No, no. First time. Yeah, first time watching it. I love it. Uh, I was... Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I was kind of skeptical. Yeah. About Scrubs. I really... Um, I like sitcoms. I mean, at least, like, a few. I like How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Um... Uh, and like you know, I think, uh, but you know, sitcoms aren't really my thing. Yeah. And man, is Scrubs just so good? It's, yeah. You uh, you, oh you described gosh. it very well last yeah. night. You said it's like being tickled. Yeah, it's like being tickled. Yeah, because you laugh and cry at the same time. <laughs> like in an episode, like I could laugh out loud, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they would just there'd be some overarching theme of the episode where. You know, I'm just like, oh my gosh, it guts me. It's, you know, it makes me cry. Yeah. And it makes you cry too. Yeah, it and, does. Um, but yeah, I feel like, in, you know, Jared and I were discussing like the, you know, this show has like a lot of lessons and like a lot of like philosophical, you know, insights and truths. I love it. And yeah. like, it's really relatable, I think, especially for different stages in life that you can kind of, um, I don't know, it offers some courage and, uh, you know, I guess it's, um, yeah, it's just really surpassed my expectations as right. a show just because it was I don't know just so well done and yeah I guess it just kind of blew me away right I was so I met up with my sister today oh and she was asking me how I've been and um, <clears throat> and I told her I was like I was like as silly as it is because I was like there's I feel like there's good harmony in my life right now yeah there's no overwhelming bad and there's no overwhelming good yeah. it's all just kind of like balancing itself out which leads to very like mundane days sure but um, she was like, well, tell me like something really good. And I was like, honestly, probably like the best part of my day is sitting down and watching scrubs. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, a thousand percent. Yeah. 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 So. Like it's just kind of a, it's just a really good, especially before going to bed and just because like, you, you know, it, it's, um, I, I feel, I feel kind of, I've had a lot of bad happening lately for mm-hmm. like the past like two and a half weeks. And like where nothing can seem to go right, and like, but Scrubs is like a good constant, constant where it's like, oh, well, at least it's Scrubs. At least there's there's, hey, we'll always have Scrubs. <laughs> we'll always have Scrubs, dude. You but and like, me. Oh yeah. We'll always have Scrubs. Wait, have what? You and me. Yeah. We'll always have Scrubs. Scrubs. We'll always have Scrubs. Oh, we love Scrubs. We love it. Let's get Zach Braff. And Donald Eagle. Eagle. Donald Faison. And Donald Faison on the podcast. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we could just talk about scrubs. Real and, fr- fake doctors, real friends. Yeah, we can get them on the podcast and right. do a collaboration. I I'm sure it'll so. work. I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah. You know. But yeah, but anyway, like I, I just absolutely uh, really enjoy that show. And 
you know, I just really, man, just all the characters are so complex for a sitcom. Like, I, I don't know. They like all of them say something really profound. Yeah. Or and all of them have. It, it just kind of shows how beautiful people are just because like we're all so similar, but so different. Yeah. Like every single character is going through kind of like an internal struggle mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like, it's just kind of cool. It's, uh, they're just all kind of going through life together Yeah, and they really don't want to be at the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of like, you know, and when I first heard of scrubs, I'm like, Oh, it's just a bunch of people. Like, I don't know saying like how great it is it's just to like be a, at a hospital. ER yeah like, yeah that's what i thought it was gonna know. be and like uh, but my, it's not that at all it's like hey i want to be a human being outside of work and i don't know what that looks like right and I, at the same time i'm learning lessons in life from this job that i really don't want and i don't know it's just kind of ah it's so yeah. good something so that, good. They, that they normally like that you hear often in that show is like sometimes in life da 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 yeah yeah it offers a lot yeah and uh oh man the soundtrack dude Holy crap! But just, but um, and I know, I mean, just the whole cast. I I don't know. I can go on about Scrubs. Right. (laughs) This is not a Scrubs podcast. I promise. It's not a Scrubs Uh, podcast. It it would be. It would be if we could. But you know, it's it's definitely. uh, It's not. Maybe maybe season three of this show after the holidays. We'll go (laughs) back and watch all the Scrubs episodes again. I do want to actually talk about something that we mentioned last week a little bit mm. so as you all can hear it's my lovely voice the voice of kevin and jared mm-hmm. but we don't have alex johnson here we don't we don't and yeah. we promised him and so we promised yes, our audience we promised that handsome boy that he was going to be here all two of our listeners i know are going to be so upset and actually one of those <laughs> listeners is probably al i think one of them probably either you or i i listen very briefly sometimes <laughs> five minutes time yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't listen to that shit. You're like Alec Guinness of our podcast, dude. You hate it. Like, it's oh like, my God. I no, love it. I love this. No, um, but yeah, we, we um, just wanted to address that Alex was unfortunately not able to make it this evening. I know. But, you know. He did promise us that he would be here yeah, for the last. Next week. For the, we last watched, yeah, the, the, the last installment. And again, too, Jared, we are at another record. I feel like every step we go, we have another record. Yeah. You know, that's hey, a step I've never been two today, episodes after. Today we have uh um we have reached our, our PR of most episodes recorded and released. Yeah. 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 I love that. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. I love that. And it's cool. Like I really like doing podcasts like Oh big Oh Ari, did you have Ari? something you wanted to say, honey? Yes, Dave. Um I just like being with you guys on the as a matter of fact, <laughs> my puppy just he, he just yawned a big yawn. She is so adorable. She's just so a little sweepy. girl, but she's getting a big haircut here. Oh, so. I know. Next week, right? Next week, yeah. But dude, like, uh, it's really cool. I really like doing the podcast. And I'm loving it. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite fun. But yeah, I just really, uh, yeah, I wish I had more to say about the week and everything like that. I feel like I've just been working a lot. Let and me, let me. Um, let me ask you about this because this mm-hmm. is something that also happened today. Yeah. I want to know, have you ever encountered a scam phone call? Oh, yeah. How have you handled it? A scam phone call? Right. Now, meaning like like a spam number who's just trying to... That's trying to... Like, what? Like what's the most intense scam phone call that you've gotten? How deep has it gotten? Have they tricked you at all? No. Oh, no. No? Mm. They could be tricky sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I tend not to answer them. 
Like if yeah. it's a, if it's a number I don't know. Yeah. But like I'm sure too. Like um, you know, I think um, or you know, somebody will try to call me, like leave me voicemails or something like that. Like, but I mean, like it's like oh, I don't know who this person is. Yeah. And, and yeah. But, here's here's why I ask. Yeah. Today when I met up with my sister, we were supposed to go on a on a on a hike yeah. around you know this park that's near us. But we stopped for coffee beforehand Ooh. at um, this little coffee spot nearby. Yeah. And uh, as we were getting coffee, uh, my sister, she goes, uh, I have to apologize. I'm not myself today because last night I got a phone call saying that I was subpoenaed. I was asked to appear in court. Okay. Someone showed up at my old apartment with a subpoena for me to show up in court to testify as a witness for a case. The person at that apartment signed for it, but because that person's not, not, not Sarah, my sister, they didn't show up for court. And so she, uh, is now being fined for contempt of court for not showing up for a court case. What? Okay. And the fine had to be paid. And it was $2,500. Okay. And so she said, I apologize. I'm not myself today because I got this phone call. It's really rattling me. And while we were, while we were at uh, coffee, she gets a phone call from these people again. And she goes outside and she talks to them. That's terrifying. Yeah. And, and she comes back and she goes, that was the Delaware County police department saying that if I don't pay this fine uh they will come to detain me um she said i called this number back the one that called me uh it went to an office and she asked if um the sergeant who had called her whoever uh was an actual person that worked there and Mm. the person who answered said yes that person works here Mm. and so she was fully convinced that this was real wow okay i have never had a phone call go that deep before but my sister is also in uh her career is in a field where um like she has clients where if uh you know it it's not outside the realm of possibility that she might be you know summoned to provide witness for a case or something like that okay so she's freaking out because she's like, that sounds real to me. But she started giving me more details and I was like, this sounds fake as shit. Really? This sounds fake as shit. Okay. Wow. So um, she was telling me, hey, so, uh, I, so I need to pay this, uh, but our accounts are, are in my husband's name can I get a hold of him and ask him what banks we use? And the people on the line said, no, you're not allowed to talk to your husband about this. Ding. Red flag. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Cause the government don't care about how they get their money. They yeah. want their money. Oh yeah, absolutely. With exception, because especially when it comes to like state and federal government, yeah. like they're very much money. Uh, they're very much like cash right. or check. Right. They don't really do electronic payments. No. So I asked her, I said, how did they want you to pay for this? Mm. He said, either, she, she, she said, either through 
a Dell website or through Apple Pay. Oh, yeah. That's, I was like, that's yeah, scam. Yeah, scam. <laughs> scam. Yeah. Scam, well, scam, scam. And I always hear, too, like, a thing with the government is that, like, they're too enough to call you. They always mail you. Yes. Yeah. That's what I told her, too. I was yeah. like, but she was very rattled about well, it. Well, I mean, I would be rattled, too, if I got a phone call. Right. Like, claiming to be, like, you know, somebody who said they subpoenaed. Yeah. You know, be like, oh, she's shit. there with her, you know, yeah. fresh new baby son. I know. And uh, she's getting these phone calls being like, we're going to come and arrest you. Yeah. And she's there with her baby son, and she's freaking out. She came back from that phone call after she she got up and left. She came back inside. She, you know, she was like holding back tears. I was like, I felt really bad. Oh my god, these guys are getting tricky. Yeah, dude, those people are assholes. Fuck them. I mean, fuck those guys. Yeah, I mean that's terrible. Yeah, that sounds very well, realistic though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh my god. No, I would be terrified if that happened. Yeah. Way bad for Sarah. That's crazy. I feel very bad for. Oh her my too. god. Yeah. Well. So that was, yeah. yeah, that was this morning. Wow. That's Productive how I started morning. my day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, That's and a, I was just a bystander. So that was yeah. how Sarah started her day. So, like, Gosh. I can only imagine that was, you know, kind of a rough, rough time. It's a rough start to the day. Rough start to the day. I mean, yeah, that's really shocking. We didn't even go, get on, go on our hike. Dang, really? Those freaking scammers. They scammed, they scammed me out of a hike. Out of a hike. They scammed me. That. They scammed Sarah out of a hike. Those assholes. Terrible. Are you guys going to go on another hike, do you think? Probably next next week. Cool. Next Thursday. Oh, that'll be really nice. We rain-checked it. Yeah. So she left, and then that's when I went to Costco mm-hmm. and got this fine new jacket. And like my jacket. And, yeah. my, uh, <laughs> and my new color-changing bulbs. That's so ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, my God. And came home. Yeah. Uh, took a little nap, woke up. Nice. Read some of... Uh, Salem's Lot. Cool. Also, I don't know if you knew about this, but tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday, the library up the street in Old Worthington mm-hmm. um, is having a book sale. No way. Yep. I did not know that. Yep. That's From awesome. nine to five. So, I mean, I know that you're, uh, we're, we're always in the market for new books. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably going to stop by there after work. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'll have yeah. to try to try to pop by and get some books. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Today was probably the most eventful day out of my week. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's always good. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert for a movie that came out in 1941. So just in case you don't want that spoiled for you, either go see the movie or just be okay with the spoilers. All right. Speaking of Wolfman. This was probably the best <laughs> movie out of yeah. the collection so far. Yeah. Before we get into I anything, don't want to spoil anything, but, right? Because I'm not giving my rating. It could be Frankenstein. It could be. It could be, be, it could could be, be like a, the mummy. It could be a one spooky yeah. skeleton all around. Yeah. Uh, now, okay. So before we get into anything, I want to say that throughout this movie, there's a group of people that are addressed by a term that, for the time period, might have been acceptable, but in this day and age, that term is a slur. So we will only be referring to them as Romani or Romas or Romani or however I, I you think, pronounce I think it. either one. Romani, Romani. Yeah, I think we're Romas. Romani. Yeah, Romas. Yeah. Yeah. The Roma people. The Roma people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, first it's thoughts. A, it's a very outdated term. Very so that's, outdated um, term. So yeah, one of my notes was that and 
Oof. Yeah. But, you know, they, 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 used, still, it, they used it uh, quite a bit. Yeah, like excessively. <laughs> so excessively just a little, uh, just a little uh, disclaimer up. there, a little warning that it's, you know, but my first thoughts of this movie to, to get into it is... Like I, I thought, it started off really great from the get go. Yeah, I thought it just jumped right into it. The really epic music. Yes. And like my my like, and I really liked how they showed. I, I don't know if they did this in the Mummy or like any of the other movies, but they did like the picture, like the you know the picture of the cast member and the character. No, he they plays. didn't. That yeah. was a, that was a new thing. Was that a, yeah, that was a new thing in the mm-hmm. in the Wolfman. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. And oh my gosh, though, but I, I thought it was really good to, uh, starting off. What yeah. about you? Like you said, yeah. this was what a wonderful palate cleanser from yeah. the mummy. Because mm. God, what a shit show that movie was. Yeah, this started out like I, I, I don't think I could tell you like <laughs> The exact opposite yeah. of how the mummy started. There was just yeah. there was there was something about this movie that seemed so charming. Yeah. I don't know I don't know, much more charming than the other movies. The characters in this movie even seem more char- charming. Lon Chaney Jr. and Evelyn Angers had great chemistry. Both of those guys knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, the whole cast was great. Yeah. Uh, I liked how it, it started off talking about like, what's it called? Like lichen, uh, lycanthropy. Yeah. The, the yep. werewolf. And it's just kind of like gives you a little heads up. Hey, this is what the movie's about. If you didn't know by the title, right. it's about a werewolf. A little Webster's <laughs> a little Dictionary. Yes. At, at first I thought Larry sounded like Josh Brolin. He kind of looked like Josh Brolin. Yeah. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I, I wonder. I wonder if the if the if the charm or or like because I also feel like this was probably the most cohesive story. Oh, dude, definitely from start to finish. Yeah. Like even like all of these movies end abruptly. There, yeah. I don't think there's been a movie that's been over an hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> no, no, it's always so, just like it's over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. over. <laughs> so, uh, but from start to finish, this movie, it, it's like. There was a a good. There was a nice through line throughout. Mm-hmm. That by the end of the movie, you're like, all right, like I feel good about that. Yeah, I feel good about that ending. Yeah, and I wonder if it was because of that like nine to ten year period in between films, because this came out like almost mm. ten years after the Mummy. Wow. I wonder yeah, if there was right. something that happened in that time period. Mm. It wasn't. It was maybe like eight, maybe eight years, but like eight yeah, somewhere in between, like eight pretty, to ten years. Good amount of time. A good chunk of time. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if there was something that happened in that time period at the studios over at Universal. Oh wow! That they were like, we gotta do, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta fix this shit. Like yeah. after the Mummy, yeah, because it was the Mummy and then this. Yeah, I feel like the Mummy did not land well. I mean, I like, I mean, did. like looking at the past reviews, I mean, like it's it's just like a. I did, it's not that good. No, it didn't get. I don't think it was well received. I don't think so. And it's kind of a bummer because it could have been a really good story. But hey, we're talking about the. But wolf we're talking man about the wolf. Man. We're not but talking anyway, about the mummy. <laughs> no, our disappointment. So, but I wonder if there was something in that time period that made the studio just go like, "We need to kind of step this up a, a bit." And you know what they did? They stepped it up. They did. My goodness, he stepped it up. Oh my gosh. I, I just thought it just kind of gets right to the point. It doesn't mm-hmm. really drag on. No, it it doesn't really go very. It just kind of goes. It's it's very fast paced. It's very thrilling from the get go. So like it starts off with Larry. Mm-hmm. This guy named Larry. He comes home. He sounds like Josh Brolin, and he comes home because to I forget his last name was it Larry Tal- uh, Talbot. Tal- yeah, Larry Talbot 
goes to his home at Talbot Castle. Mm-hmm. And to see his father, John Talbot. Yeah, John Talbot. And because uh, John Talbot's son, Larry's brother, died. So he you know returns to town and, you know, it's just kind of like talking about that a little bit. And then they assemble like, uh, you know, a telescope. Right. And I don't know, kind of to get you in the, oh, you know, I don't, I don't know. Really, oh, yeah. It was like a little bonding that, that, thing. I guess that telescope the really dad, led the, the plot. But yeah, it was a bonding thing where they look at the stars or I what think, have you. I think the dad, that was sort of his business. He yeah, was it was like, an astronomer. Uh, astronomer, hmm. which was cool because they kind of bond over that. Yeah. Talk about the stars a little bit, which is nice. Yeah. I think the most unbelievable part of this movie, mm-hmm. the part I could not get behind, uh-huh. is just the way that the protagonist, Larry, and his father stood side by side and they tried to convince us that they were related. <laughs> they were the same oh, goddamn age. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you kidding me? They looked the same. You Larry so? could have been John's father, brother. I, I got, I got kind of confused to be honest between not father. really, not oh. really Larry and, and John, but like, I, I got more confused by like the doctor and, 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 you know, in mm. Larry's father for whatever reason, because they kind of talked to him in the same way. Yeah. Kind of like patronizing and like being like, well, Larry, you just don't know. I, I'm a man of science. And like, yeah. I don't know, they just kind of had the same. Did you um, get that feel from the dad that he was patronizing? No, more so from the doctor. Right. But I feel like he, okay. I bet I feel like, you know, he's just kind of like, you know, it's kind of like a guiding thing. Yeah. Patronizing is probably the wrong word, but like, you know, just kind of like, you know, kind of trying to guide in the right direction. Yeah. And I, I kind of felt like, oh, this is a fatherly fellow. Yeah. And I thought the doctor was going to get his come up as well. I guess that's for later. But right. yeah, I kind of got the, uh, but you thought they were the same goddamn age. They looked the same goddamn age. Yeah. Yeah. How old do you think they were? Because I don't I, I know. Guess but they in, looked, I would they, guess them in like late 40s. They looked they looked 40 and 42. And you know, hey, I, I just want to, for the record, I do want to say that I, at first I thought Larry was a creep. I'm going to be totally honest. I thought Larry was a like a fucking weirdo. Well, so, okay, again, and I, mm, I hate going back to it because it's in the past, but the mummy yeah. really kind of like sets this precedent because before before this, the monsters have been have all been lovers right they've all been lovers of of women yeah they've all been well tried to be you know be smooth operators right but um but dracula Mm -hmm. frankenstein and the bride frankenstein she doesn't really show up but like the frankenstein (laughs) dracula the mummy and um and the wolf man are all the well, exclude the mummy. They're all protagonists except for the mummy. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, yeah. They're, um, well, I, okay. well, I feel like I feel like. Are, are you saying that that the Wolfman? Like, are you saying that uh, like Larry, who spoiler becomes the Wolfman, yeah. is the protagonist? I would say that he's the protagonist. Yeah, he, but he I would is. also say that Frankenstein is the protagonist oh yes yes i would say that too um and in the bride of frankenstein mm-hmm. but i mean like i feel like frankenstein because yeah i always think of the monster yeah but yeah you're, you're and dracula right, yeah. I, well i wouldn't really say that he's the the protagonist no, either like, but he's the main person of that movie he's the yeah. person that the movie yeah. follows around right in the mummy it follows around the fucking like and he was even weird the doctor and he was creepy oh, yeah. as shit and he was following around oh. that girl and he was creepy as hell yeah. and so the mummy kind of puts it like throws you off because you're like wait a minute so like are all these movies now going to be about like these weird creepy men right. that are now in love with women that are also like vying for the tension of these women right. and, and, and trying to duke it out with these monsters but no no it's uh, 
Larry yeah, was a handsome, smooth operator. Yeah, Larry was. Well, you know, at first I, I didn't like Larry just because of like he was. I thought he was creepy. He was. He was doing the Jimmy Stewart rear window bit about ten years too early, hmm. looking at a woman in a in her. In the I, I thought it was a. I thought with the telescope. Yeah. Because like the telescope, because I was trying to think of the purpose of the telescope. I was like, what was it there for again? I was like, oh yeah, it's called a MacGuffin. Ah, <laughs> 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 yes. And like it, it goes to the woman, and like you know, and thank God it was like just the top floor of her own business but like you know yeah. like her, she you know the, her family owned the antique shop and she ran it right and like um but he the way he kind of like went in there and he was like how about this we go for a walk and like you know and then it, it, you know plans kind of fell through obviously because we can get into that but i was like oh man you're aggressive oh man and like i don't know uh maybe I not know. but he was swooning me well, he was swinging you. You would go was, for a walk if he showed up at your antique shop. I would go shop. for a walk. I would. I'd be suspicious. I wouldn't I'd, do I'd it. Be sit, I'd be sitting there. I'd be saying, Larry, yeah. take me. Yeah. Oh, and then, but I guess like, you know, um, so like the Romani people or, and if I am mispronounced that, I do apologize. I, it's not on purpose, I promise. Or like the yeah. Roma people, they, they do come into the town and... You know the the townspeople go. Oh, I want to you know get my fortune told. So, mm -hmm. um, uh, Larry's uh, crush. Her name is Gwen. Yeah. And Gwen invites her friend Jenny to go on a walk. So it's just like you know two two pals with. with and Gwen Larry. is engaged yeah. to this man named Frank. Yeah. And Frank is the groundskeeper of the Talbot property. That's, so just yes, just that's to, right. So go yeah. Yes. Just 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 to, for, uh, for there's the players. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's the, the players. players. And, you know, Larry is being a gentleman and, you know, walking these ladies through the woods and they go see, you know, a couple of fortune tellers. And one of them is played by Bella Wagosi, who <gasps> played Dracula. And he did an absolutely great job. He scared me. He, he was did really a great scary. job. Just like, I didn't know what was going on until, yeah. like, the when until the body was there. I was mm -hmm. like, <gasps> but... I didn't know what was going on, but it did a really great job at, I don't know, kind of building tension. The whole... Yeah. Yes. All of the actors were just so good. And yeah. who was that one reporter? Tibbets? Yeah. Tip, yeah he Tib, was great. Tibman, yeah. Tibbin? Yeah. I forget his name. Tib, like, Tib, yeah. But he was, uh, he Rubba was a Tubbins. very... Yeah. Ru Ru oh, Rumble Oh, that good... Tubbins. They call yeah. Rubble Tubbins. Oh, oh, no. Oh, Our Twiddle. boy Rubble Tubbins. He was name? great. It what was a, Twiddle. Twiddle. Yeah. Twiddle. Our boy Twiddle, he was a great little like the uh, little comic relief that was in the movie was so that guy's subtle. lines. Yeah, so, so subtle. subtle. Yeah. It was so great. It was very smart how they put that in. Yeah, Twiddle. Twiddle, what a name! <laughs> Twiddle D was his name. My goodness. But I, I thought they showed a lot more. So like you know, uh, I feel like they you know kind of got into it, but they they showed a lot more gruesome stuff because like Jenny gets a bad fortune read. From, right. from Dracula and she freaks out and so like <laughs> oh I'm jumping way ahead of myself what because reel I, back. I wanted to I want to reel it back so before I get into what Dracula saw hmm. on Jenny's hand they explain in a very good way without exposition they when the how they put in the exposition I thought was very well done yeah because Gwen the apple of yes. Larry's eye yes. owns the antique shop and yes. it he pulls out a cane. He's just kind of shuffling through canes, like flirting with her. Yeah. And this is, I think, before he, he knows she's engaged. And, like, yep. he, he's, like, rifling through the canes and pulls out, like, a silver cane 
with a wolf on it and like a pentagram. Yep. And which he's is like, the hey, sign this of a metal. werewolf. Yeah, the sign of a werewolf. And he's like, this is a really awesome cane. And she tells a story about, oh, you know, like what a werewolf is and blah, blah, blah. You know, and, you know, just says, oh, you should bring it with you. And so he does. He brings it with them on the walk in the woods. Yeah. And so I was like, wow. And it kind of explained what werewolves are and what it means. And, you know, it's just kind of puts it out there. And that's right. it. And so, you know, it's just kind of, you just know something bad's going to happen. And you yeah. see fog. And I was like, oh, man, I'm watching something iconic. I know. And. Um, man, I just thought it was really well done how yeah. the pacing goes and like my heart was beating super quickly and I was trying to take notes and like looking up what was going on. And, Me too, you dude. Know, and, um, you know, Bello Lugosi was taking the fortune and it was just such like a tense scene because he's freaking out. And you're like, and that's not a good thing if this Mm-mm. person who's doing like, because Jenny asked the question, hey, when am I going to get married? And I was like, oh, like meanwhile, Larry's out trying to flirt with uh, what's her face, Gwen. Right. And like... She's actually, hey, when am I going to get married? And, you know, he's sees a pentagram yeah, that appears on her, on hand. her hand. And uh, when there's a pentagram on the hand, that means that's the werewolf sex victim, yeah. and, which is what we learned in the antique shop. Right. So, but that went over my head. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. And I just thought, I was like, oh, my gosh. And, like, it got a shot of, like, the wolfsbane. And speaking yeah. of wolfsbane, um, that was, like, the one yeah. thing that could deter Dracula. Yeah. And it, it made a guest appearance movie. in the wolfman, which... We thought it was, was really great. cool. Just what a cool little. What not a cool only little was bit. Dracula in this movie, but also Wolfsbane. Wolfsbane. <laughs> Wolfsbane, get that sheet away from me, boy! I thought it was it was odd, like uh, you know. So anyway, like Jane or Jenny <laughs> rather runs away. Yeah. And I feel like it shows. It's more. I feel like it's a more violent movie because yeah. you see a wolf like biting yeah. Jenny's throat. Yeah. Like oh my gosh, and you see. Larry, because like Larry hears the screams of Jenny, and you hear a wolf howling, and Larry beats this wolf with his silver, with his silver cane, cane, and he and he doesn't know, you know, no. like <clears throat> he doesn't, yeah, he has no idea. Um, he's just using whatever he has on him, and yeah. and what he has, he's strapped right with uh, with a cane with a silver. I need a silver cane. He, he has a silver cane, <laughs> and um, <laughs> so he's attacking this wolf that's attacking Jenny. And yeah, man, I, I wrote something down here. Um, it's yeah, because yeah, Larry tries to save this girl, Jenny hmm. from getting attacked from, from the werewolf. And when the werewolf is killed, it turns back into the fortune teller man, which yeah. is Bella Lugosi. Yeah. And then people obviously doubt Larry's account of what happened because they find Bella Lugosi's body hmm. at the scene of the crime. Yeah. And so, um, and so they're kind of, they're blaming Larry or people are, they're speculative. They're, they're wondering whether or not he's the one who killed Jenny or what happened or like if it was, if, or if it was, uh, the fortune teller who killed Jenny and then Larry killed the fortune teller. But either way, they suspect that Larry killed somebody. Yeah. And so he's kind of like having to defend himself a little bit, Mm -hmm. but he said he got bit by the wolf too. He said he got bit yeah. by the wolf too. But there's a moment where he goes to visit the crypt where the fortune teller is. Oh yes. And he's crying. Yeah. Over the fortune teller's body. Yeah. Because, like, even though he knows what he saw. Yeah. And people are telling them he's crazy. He feels guilty for that man's death. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What a great. Yeah. 
touching moment. Yeah, that's like the moment where I was like, holy crap, like Larry's a good dude. He's a good where, dude. Um, and like one of the one of one of the the touching moment for me came a little bit later. Yeah, but, uh, there were a few. Yeah, but there were a few because I because you get you get to see Larry's humanity where he's like, oh my god, like he's like, I swear, I, I like, I thought I was calling a wolf. Yeah, and you know, it's kind of like, yeah, like what are you doing? Nobody believes it. you, and he was very honest and. It was a, it's just kind of a shame because you don't like this happening to a character that you like. Right. Yeah. Man. I want to go back to something that you said. Mm-hmm. It's just a little throwaway thing, but like I thought the score of the movie was great. Oh, yeah. Very dramatic throughout and very intense. Oh, yeah. And I feel like this, I, I don't know about you, but this, this was probably the first movie mm-hmm. out of this entire series that really put me into the spooky Halloween movie. I know. It was a perfect night to watch this movie. So atmospheric. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought they did a great job with the fog. So, yeah. And, like, the nights and, yeah. Throughout yeah. the woods and then throughout the town and it was foggy and, yeah. and a little eerie and... Yeah, I don't know. I like how they emphasized the good relationship between Larry and his father, John. Like, they were both excited about John's work and looking at the stars with the telescope. Oh, like, yeah. it kind of set a good foundation. Yeah. Well, even, too, and it made the ending a little bit more tragic. Yes. Wow, looking back at it. Yeah. Right. Like, like a lot more tragic. Yeah. Mm. Because there was, um, yeah, he was just excited to see his dad. And you don't really yeah. see, like, good family relationships in these movies. Like, a lot no. of people are just kind of, like, on their own. Yeah, at the start of Dracula, Renfield's by himself as he's going up to the uh, up to the thing. Yeah, the whole all of all of the both of the uh, Frankenstein movies are about loneliness. Like yeah. no one has anybody. Yeah, um, and then the Mummy, like who the fuck cares? But like hey, seriously, <laughs> <laughs> but but in this movie, it's like. Yeah hey, these characters have relationships with people that that matter. Mm. And that was a big difference, I feel like, with this one compared to the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, it, it felt like it felt like the stakes were higher yeah. in this movie. Yeah. You know, and because, like, yeah, just because, you know, like, the characters mean a lot to the protagonist. And, and even the fact, too, that Larry, even when he did, you know, he because he, he went to go check on Gwen... And where he found out, like, oh, Gwen's engaged and, and whatnot, and yeah. he was he was being a gentleman and tried to introduce himself to her fiance, or right. you know, said, oh, hey, what's up, and he tried to be friendly too, and it's like, oh, Larry's a you know good dude, and they really got me when when Larry was they were playing like um, uh, Gwen's fiance, what's his name, Frank, Frank, yeah, Frank, Frank and Larry were playing like a little you know that little shooting game, mm-hmm. and a wolf came up and. Larry started to cry, and I was like, "Oh man, it's really sad." Or he got nervous. I thought that was so. When I when as, as I was watching, I wrote a note about it. I thought that might have been foreshadowing, because hmm. here's Larry and here's Frank, who at the time was a little jealous of Larry for spending time with his woman. Yeah, and so you don't. I mean, I don't know. Like you don't know if if Frank is like, you better be watching your p's and q's there, Larry. Mm. You know, or I'm, or I'm going to get you, like, just as a man, you yeah. know, like, you better not be honing in on my woman. And then there's all this talk about werewolves and stuff. And so then the, so Larry, he's sharpshooting. He's like, he's popping off all these like animals that are popping up yeah. with this rifle. And then as soon as a wolf comes up, he starts crying mm. and he aims, he shoots and he misses. And then Frank's like, ah, bad luck there, sport. And he pulls up his and he shoots the wolf. Mm. So I thought, well, I wonder if that's foreshadowing that Frank's going to wow. be the one that kills the wolf. Yeah. In the end. 
Wow. But they threw me for a loop. And also, yeah. and they also threw me for a loop because later on, because so because Frank is the Talbot's groundkeeper, um, when Larry starts telling everyone that a werewolf is what's killing folks around town, mm-hmm. Frank is the one who sets these traps and ultimately capturing Larry in werewolf form. Yeah. But that's not the end of the werewolf. And no. I thought it would have been. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> but we'll get there. Yeah. But, but I thought that was, that was like, that was the deal. I thought, I thought it was a, a good Frank bit of foreshadowing. The, I thought Frank was going to be the one. That would have made more sense probably too. But that maybe. Been, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that would have been. But yeah, they did. They did throw us for a loop. I didn't even think about that. So mm-hmm. I thought that was, I mean, well observed, man. Yeah. That was, that's a really good observation. I really like the panic sequence and the transformation scene, by mm-hmm. the way. It was like way less cheesy than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Like I, I thought it was just going to be him <laughs> freaking out and transforming into, but you know, obviously the costumes look a little dated, but right. You know, I think it was really well done. Yeah. And yeah, then we see Larry turn into the Wolf Man. The Wolf Man. Yeah, and that was uh, it. Was kind of cool to see that like iconic scene. Yeah, I liked the whole scene. So, so, uh, so, okay. So, all of the Romas are in town. Mm. All of them come into town. Yeah. Um. So there's there's a part when. So when Bella, who is played by Bella Lugosi, they have the same name. Mm-hmm. So when Bella the fortune teller is killed by Larry and he goes into the crypt, Larry is is in the crypt and he's overhearing this conversation that the uh, the old Roma woman is having with a minister. And the old Roma woman is telling the minister, hey, when one of our own dies, all of our... Romani brothers and sisters come into town and we have a big celebration Hmm. and the minister's like I don't understand why you have to have this whole pagan celebration Hmm. and everything but she's like it's just our tradition and we're not stopping now yeah and so they hold this big party and that's when the whole like little shooting game happens yeah but they're celebrating the death of Bella the fortune teller um but as soon as the old Roma woman finds out that Larry was bitten before he kills Bella, she tells the other Romas that there's a new werewolf in their midst and they all like, like in haste pack up the entire party early and leave. And I think that they were really just celebrating the death of this monster. Yeah. Which was super interesting. Wow. And again, that was one thing I did not catch either. They were just like I just I knew I knew that they were discussing like I knew the like the priest and yeah were discussing like like you know I heard pagan festival right I didn't put two and two together though I was just like oh they're still in town and yeah you know they're just uh, but that yeah they're just celebrating the dead that makes so much sense I think they were just like yeah. hey ho the witch is dead kind of thing wow like oh wow. we're gonna and party and have a good time and, left. and then they were like yeah. oh this thing isn't over we have to get out of here now mm. and so they all ran off so sad happens to Larry because he was so confused and, I know he was yeah. confused and yeah he just yeah I don't know I don't think you, he deserved you really it like I feel like I mean I feel like I feel like Larry was is probably the most likable protagonist like kind of what we were getting into earlier right the most likable protagonist in all the movies we've seen so far right I really was like concerned and was like, ah, dang it, 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 you know, and 
I feel like each of the movies, with the exception of the Mummy, uh, <laughs> well, actually, too. Well, not maybe not so much, but you know, the 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 theme of humanizing the monsters and it yeah. literally humanizes this right. monster, and so I think that's why it hit yeah home and. Well, but, I like I like the way that they talk about werewolves in this movie. Yeah, because they start off with that definition of lycanthropy. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people in this movie believe that these monsters exist. Yeah, which would be the Romas, and but most people in this movie who are just like the townsfolk see lycanthropy as a mental disorder where a person is being tested by the good and evil inside of them. Yeah, the dualistic. I like, I like that that's like, you know, mm. when Larry starts, you know, frantically telling all of, all, you know, all of his peers, I think there's a werewolf in town. All of them are like, oh, Larry. Yeah. That's so just silly. That's just a mental disorder. Right. They said like schizophrenia and that. Yeah, that's why I got confused because like I didn't know if it was the doctor who was saying it was just a, like a mental thing or like it was his father because I yeah. feel like they both kind of brought it up in different ways where it's like, hey, like a man's mind can make him do anything sort right. of deal. And I was like, huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. But mm. I thought, yeah, I would, but yeah, I really like the, the sense of like the dualism there kind of really like Jekyll Hyde yeah. sort of thing. And like, that's one I wish that they would have made. Cause like, oh I my love gosh. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Jekyll Hyde movie? I don't know, man. I'm sure, sure we could find be. it. Oh yeah. We should review that too. I'm sure it's out there. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. It, but it was just, uh, especially too with how, you know, how this, how Larry wouldn't hurt anybody. And it's right. kind of like a, it's kind of like a tragic, incredible Hulk, you know, kind of like, like Bruce Banner turning yeah. into the Hulk and there's really no way to stop the beast from coming out. Yeah. It seems. And right. Especially like when the victim already has the mark, it's kind of like, that's what was, that was, yeah. that was a very sad moment. So he goes and tells Gwen, mm-hmm. he's like, I know what I am. Yeah. I know I can't be stopped. Yeah. But I know that if I stay here, you are on the chopping block. Right. Girl. And then this is already after Larry has killed like what like two people two people yeah and so he's well like, he killed Bella he the killed, fortune teller yeah, fortune teller and then also he killed the groundskeeper the, the grave digger a, a grave digger yeah, yeah. The, like Richardson or something and yeah. he's you know full of guilt and yeah yeah so it's it's pretty sad so he goes and tells Gwen that he's leaving but as he's putting on this like little pendant mm. that the old Roman woman gives him for protection She's, you know, flaring about. She's, oh, Larry, oh, my. Hmm. You know, and but he grabs her hand yeah. and sees the pentagram on her palm. Yeah. And he just loses it, which is so sad. Yeah. It's so yeah. sad. Yeah, it's it, that was like, I was like, ah, oh, dang it, of course. And he, like, runs away. And I was like, yeah, that's what I think of what I would do if I would, like, try to, like, lock myself somewhere. And he right. goes home and, you know, tries to, yeah, get he, himself like, in. Like, talks to his dad his dad believes him yeah his dad's like well i I don't know he's like he thinks it's like a you know trying to cure him of like his mental disease right type thing where he's like oh i'm gonna show larry that a hunt's actually going on outside and that he's not the wolf it's just a delusion and i'm gonna tie him up in the dark i'm gonna strap him strap him to a chair he's like in larry's like dad aren't you gonna stay here oh no he didn't did he no i don't think he wanted him to stay there no he asked him he says aren't you gonna stay oh yeah that's right yeah his dad's like, no. He's like, at least bring this cane with you, the MacGuffin. <laughs> yeah, please bring the cane. There was so uh, before that before that happens. There's something that, that cool. I don't know if it was I don't know if it was intentional, but if it was, 
I love it. Hmm. Okay. So it might be nothing, but I thought, I thought it was, so people think Larry's crazy. Yeah. For believing that there is a, a literal werewolf in town. Hmm. Yeah. But after his second romp in the woods as a wolf, he turns back to his human form and he goes to Gwen's home to tell her that he's leaving. And as he's throwing little stones up at her window, he's tossing little rocks to wake her up because it's the middle of the night. He's tossing little pebbles. There's a big advert on the side of the building and it says, Sane Man's Products. Oh, wow. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Something I, <laughs> I thought did that not was notice. Cool. I had no idea. I thought that was pretty neat. Dang. I just noticed he was throwing rocks at the window. Yeah. I took a note about it and I was like, <laughs> yeah. he's throwing rocks at her window. I don't know yeah. if that was intentional, but wow. I thought that was kind of, yeah, Sane Man's Products. Wow. Yeah. I got to rewatch this movie. So he was like, yeah, he was like, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. And she's like, oh, you're, oh, you're seeing things, Larry. And he's like, I'm not crazy <laughs> outside. It's sane man's products, you know? Oh my gosh. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, really um, great attention to detail with that. Yeah, that's like, well, I guess I, there was a lot of stuff that went right over my head. Yeah, I was like, man, like, yeah, like what a great use of that. And a little kind of subtle nod yeah. to the audience of being like, you know, like, hey, yeah. look at that. He's saying. He's, he's saying. Um, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. He's got to get out of town. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was just really sad because like, you know, I thought, I thought some of the more like negative characters, like the doctor or even like Frank. Yeah. Gonna, even Frank turned out to be. But he was a pretty good dude. He was, yeah. You know, and he was trying to be nice and some of the doctor. They were just trying to, you know, they thought if they thought it was a werewolf, didn't they use silver bullets or something? I don't know. It, no, they they didn't because they said they shot him a couple times and he kept oh, going. That's right. But I think Frank was yeah. like, "Don't you know you have to use silver bullets?" That's right. Yeah. But uh, but then he gets trapped. Yeah. In the woods. Well, no, he no, he's not trapped. He's running through the woods. People are shooting after him, and then Gwen, yeah, this kind of shows up. Yeah. Finds the Romani woman in the woods. She's like, "Where's Larry?" And she goes. Larry's he's out he's being hunted do, do you hear the hunt stay here and she goes I have to find Larry and he goes she goes no stay here or else he'll find you yeah and she goes oh fiddle faddle and so she runs <laughs> off into the woods she runs off into the woods lo and behold Larry the wolf man finds her finds her pops out is eating you and starts uh, starts trying trying starts trying to munch on her yeah but then Papa John jumps out and um, he looked a lot like Bob Kelso too. From, I know. Just want to say Damn from it. Scraps. I know he did. He did. Oh, he? he looked a lot like Yeah. Oh, that's I kept all I on thought thinking of. that was Bob Kelso. Yeah. So oh it, my gosh. Yeah. So it was Dr. It, Kelso. So Dr. Kelso is killing his son. So Dr. <laughs> Kelso, he, he jumps out and he starts uh, attacking the wolf man. Yeah. That was really. Completely unaware that it's his son. Yeah. I thought that was really sweet that Larry's like, yeah, dad, I want you to take this cane. Yeah. Because like, he's like, I'm, like, I don't want to hurt you. I yeah. don't want to hurt Glenn. I want you to be protected. Yeah. But yeah, really threw you for a loop because you're like, oh, like, I didn't, I thought he was going to die by a silver bullet with how much emphasis is on there. Right. And I don't know if it was just me like zoning out, but like, I didn't see a lot of emphasis on like the full moon. I was, I thought I was going to hear a lot more emphasis on like, if the moon is full right? versus like, I don't know, it just kind of happened at night. Well, yeah, thing. they said, they said it happens during a time of the year. Yeah, it was when, like when, when the, the wolf's bane is out. When the wolf's bane is in bloom and the autumn 
moon is full or whatever, you know. Yeah, when blah, blah, blah. harvest is near. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they said the poem like five times. Yeah. But it was a pretty long one. So. Yeah, it was. I wish I could recite it. But yeah, there, it was a lot more having to do with like pentagrams than I thought. And then and less to do with like the moon, which yeah. I thought was interesting. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, the pentagram for was a loop. more of a wolf symbol than the moon was. Which yeah. Which is kind of strange. I don't know. I guess I could have seen just like, you know, full moon type deals. And, right. And it's every time. That. Yeah. But I thought that was, yeah, and, and then they painted Larry as a hero once again, saving Gwen. Right. And you know, yeah. and John, John Larry's father was really absolved of it, yeah. unlike Larry, unfortunately, who was blamed for it. But he right. turned out to be the good guy. Yeah. But yeah, it's just kind of like mm. this character who was a good person just kind of had a struck a bad luck and kind of did the right thing by. You know, kind of being responsible what to use with his. Right. I don't know. It was just kind of like a tragic version of like, yeah, Jekyll Hyde. So tragic. And yeah, I thought it was a tragic story. Mm. And yeah, I mean, I I could just go on and on and on just about like how I I was just so surprised about how sad it was. I wasn't expecting that. Well, that was sort of the theme with with Frankenstein and then The Bride of Frankenstein. Right. Those were both very sad movies. Dracula wasn't really sad. Right. The mummy was shit. Yeah. I feel like this was like the saddest one. It came back around full circle. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely like we we're saying like the, the palate cleanser from uh, the mummy. Like, it was very nice. It was just like, wow, that's uh, <laughs> like night and day. Yeah. Almost. What what's, what say you we get into the ratings here? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Special effects. What do you think? I'd say four out of five. Four out of five? really good, yeah. Yeah? I kind of laughed in the beginning with the driving uh, special effect. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, I mean, that's the only reason why. But, I mean, like, I thought it was really well done for for the time. I thought the, like, how they use, like, fog. uh, I I mean, really ambitious with that. I mean, yeah, four out of five. I'm going to give it a five out of five. Mm. Just for the sole reason that uh, it's the first time I think the silver screen ever saw a furry, so... Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's the day cinema was changed for the better. Ah, cinema was changed. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I, f- f- five out of five, though. I thought um, I thought the the atmosphere, the town, the woods. Like, I, when I think about, uh, I, I'd say probably more so The Bride of Frankenstein because he was more in the woods in that movie. Mm. Um, to this one, it just seemed bigger yeah seemed more grandiose yeah it did i feel like they deeper yeah it didn't look like there was like some painted screen in the no. background that was just woods like it seemed like it had depth yeah and there was fog everywhere and it was what, just big and vast i made a note too about like the evolution of movies even mm-hmm. within that small like period of time just how it, it just kind of jumped in terms of storytelling yeah and a more cohesive it just looked better it I'd just so. felt better it felt like a almost i dare say almost modern movie right and i was like wow i mean just like and i can imagine it just scared the shit out of everybody too i think like, so yeah but so definitely, five um, five out of five for me okay right. music oh five out of five yeah i agree some of it reminded me of the Hobbit cartoon music. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, costumes. Oh, okay. I want to switch my rating. So I would give special effects five out of five. I would say costumes would be a four out of five. Okay. Yeah. I'd agree. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, they tried to give because I was him the Wolfman costume. Yeah. Him, him and Wolf in the Wolfman. Yeah. Outfit. 
They yeah. tried to give them like that weird uh, like joint that dogs have yeah. where it kind of bows back. Yeah. Like that weird heel kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. And it literally, it just looked like he was wearing high heels. Yeah. It was just kind of weird. And yeah. And like the whole effect, well, you know, it definitely was dated, but like it was, you know. They did their yeah. best and they I probably couldn't best, even yeah. do it if, you know, if I wanted to. But yeah. But I would say four out of five as well. Four out of five. Yeah. I agree. Um, how about acting? Oh, five out of five. Five out of five. Yeah. Five out of five. Sour milk. milk. <laughs> My goodness. Five out of five. five. I agree. Five out of five. Yeah. Danny, Danny, Danny. Yes. They would. I I think acting, everybody did such a great job. And shout out to, I mean, the guy who played um, Larry. Like, he did such an amazing yeah. job. Yeah. And also the Wolfman. Lon Chaney Jr. Yeah. Yep. Really great job. Hats off. Even Evelyn Anchors. She did, oh, yeah. She did amazing. Evelyn, amazing. Every, yeah. every, everybody did a great job. Hey, hats off to you, folks. I'm sure hats you're off. long gone, but hats get, off. <laughs> hats off. Just hats know, off. as you're in your grave, we're, uh, we're rooting uh, for you. We're rooting for you, yeah. and we're watching these movies, <laughs> and we're saying, way to go, Claude Rains. Speaking well about you. Way to go, Warren Williams. You left the legacy. Ralph Bellamy, Patrick Knowles. Bella Lugosi. <laughs> I was like, how are you doing all that? Oh, yes. <laughs> You're staring at the poster. Off the cuff. It's off, off the cuff. It's off, uh, yeah. Yeah, of looking at the screen like, and all looking, these guys. Looking at that movie poster, I would not imagine that was the movie I was going to watch. I thought I would. Th I don't know why. It just seems to me something completely different. I thought he was just going to terrorize that young girl and like that was like going to be the whole plot of the movie. But it, yeah. was so, it was a quick 70 minutes. Yeah. That I will say. It was a very quick one. Yeah. I love that poster too. I'm looking at it. I'm like, I would totally have that framed and hung up somewhere. We should do that. That's a great looking poster. I would agree. My goodness. I'm looking at these bonus features too. Monster by Moonlight, an original documentary. From ancient curse to modern myth, the Wolfman. Oh, pure in heart, the life and legacy of Lon Chaney Jr. Oh, I bet he was a great dude. Whoa. Pure in heart. Oh. Wow. That's great. Oh, so did you see? Love. Did you see the um, Benicio del Toro? No, I didn't. I was actually going to ask you about that. Yeah, I saw it. How'd you um, like it in comparison? What did you think? Which one did you think was better? Well, I don't remember much, but um, there was uh, the the things I do remember. I remember Anthony Hopkins played his dad, mm. and he was like kind of a big old penis. Like he was a, he was a dick. Yeah, he was to, a big old penis. To Larry. Oh, he treated it. He was like, was no, Benicio you're insane. Larry. Huh? Was Benicio del Toro? Yeah, Larry. Benicio del Toro was Larry. He was like, you're insane. And I'm going to like his dad kind of advocated for Larry because the doctor was like, oh, we'll give him shock therapy or something crazy oh, like that. Yeah. But um, but his dad was like, no, but his dad was like, no, we're not going to do that. Anthony Hopkins was like, yeah, no, we're going to like drown him in an ice bath until he's like sane again. Like he was wow. kind of an ass. Um from what I recall. Yeah. Um, but there was one scene where uh, Larry was on trial and in, in the, in the Benicio del Toro movie um, or not on trial. Uh, he might've been in like some medical, I think it was like a medical thing. Oh um, yeah. Where they were trying to like show, study him and yeah, show study the insanity of someone who was yeah. like, uh, who thought they were a werewolf and then he turns into a werewolf in the middle of the study and then he busts out and he goes running off. I thought that was, was gonna happen. I was really hoping that, that was gonna happen, yeah. but alas, it's okay. Darn it. So yeah, but there I were he parts of gonna run through and terrorize the town like Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Frankenstein's monster, yeah. Yeah. 
So, but I mean, there were parts of that, yeah, that new one where I was like, oh, I don't know if like that was influenced by the old one. I hope that happens with the old one. But for this being what it was, I'm very happy with it. Was Larry a likable character in the Mini Seal Death Horror one? The whole movie was uh, a, a lot more grim. He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't much of a swooner. There was a Gwen character, really, who was his neighbor and everything. And so, Gwen. I forget. Oh. I forget. Oh, Mr. Vallejo, I tell you. Um, oh, it says that Kevin. it was, it was, it was Gwyneth Paltrow. The wolf, the wolf man. Did Benicio Del Toro direct the wolf man as well? I don't know, hmm. well, but I'm going to find out. The wolf oh, man. no, 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 I, I'm, no, I'm thinking, yeah, never mind. You're thinking of Guillermo Del Toro. Yeah, Guillermo Del Toro. I thought the, Benicio was also an actor. This came out, uh, so that one came out in 2010. Yeah. Got a 33% rating. Oof. Directed by Joe Johnston. Uh, Gwen was played by Emily Blunt. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, my right? gosh. That's right. Yep. Okay, okay. I was like, there's somebody familiar. I don't yeah. know why. I was thinking it was like Kate, like uh, Bosworth, or I don't know, whoever Pete Davidson dated that one. Oh, yeah. Um, Van Helsing. I thought she was in the movie. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it's you know, it's pretty. I I, I really enjoy this Wolfman. Yeah. This this nineteen forty one. I don't want to see any other Wolfman movie, but this one. Don't. I want to rewatch this one. I want to rewatch like all the ones we rewatch we this one. Yeah, it's really except for the Mummy because the Mummy can no, eat. Oh ass. no! Fuck that! No, I got better things to do. My goodness! I can't do it. Well. Hopefully next week we'll get uh yeah oh, we'll get our buddy what, what, Al. What was your uh, overall rating for the movie? Oh god damn it, Daniel! Uh, I totally forgot. Um, my overall rating would yeah. would be five spooky skeletons. That's what I was gonna say across five, the yeah, board. Five out of five, absolutely. I feel like I kind of said that as soon as I just went to rant and rave about this. <laughs> I was so surprised because that was gonna be shit like the mummy, and yeah. it definitely was not. Yeah, yeah I'd say five out of uh, five out of five. My goodness, it was really good. Thank you for interrupting me for that. Because oh, yeah. that was yeah. that's important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So next week. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. If he doesn't show up. We gotta talk to his agent who has to talk to his secretary, who has to talk to their secretary, who has to talk to their secretary, has to talk to their agent, who has to talk to their business partner, if, whoever if, talks to somebody who talks to Al. If he doesn't show up, I'm going to open up a bottle yeah of that ranch soda oh my I'm god shove it down his throat <laughs> drink it like alex I'm, run alex run. Don't, you can't you can't run from me no. i'll get you i'll get you <laughs> i'll get you but hopefully he can be with us because like i feel like we've promised him on the podcast like two weeks but to disappoint sorry to disappoint you mother i'm uh <laughs> yes yeah. so hopefully we'll get alan next week uh for our final installment of these spooky skeleton movies spooky skeleton as we movies. watch 1944's hg wells's the invisible man oh my gosh i am so excited i can't believe we've already done five and we're going on six i know yeah that's crazy. I think the statistic is for these uh, for these podcasts is the three episode mark is the big hump that everyone has to get over. Now we're over it. Now we're over it. The next big hump, I think it's like 
80% of podcasts stop after three episodes. Wow. So and we've already made it in the top. We're already, we're in already the made t- it into the top like 20%. But then wow. out of that 20%, uh, only like 1% of, of that 20 makes it past 20 episodes. Wow. So so we got some work to do. Well, you know, I yeah. mean, like we're we're finishing up this series yeah, here. Something's in the the works. Or we're, something's we're in the works something. for perhaps a season two of this, yeah. where we go through Hallmark movies during yeah. the holidays. La 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 la. Because that's coming up, baby. Yay! Like a month. In like so. a month. So you know, we'll we'll talk about that, or we'll just continue doing some uh, more of these spooky movies. Yeah. Until that time. But uh, it won't be the Spooky Skeleton series no. because uh, these classic movies have to come to an end. Sometime they do. And that end comes next week. And I will no longer be Kevin. Bum, bum, bum. <gasps> or Mr. Worldwide. Bum, bum, bum. <gasps> or Dambo Jones. Bum, bum, bum. bum. <gasps> And Boris Karloff as the mummy. And Boris Karloff. (laughs) Kidding. No no hate to Boris. He did the best he could. Well, we will see y'all next week. Hopefully with Alex Johnson. Hopefully with Alex Johnson. But we will see y'all next week regardless. We'll come looking for you, Al. We will. You're on our radar. On my radar. See you next week.